Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. Have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final. The game, the series, and the homestand, and the results across the board are good. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Tim Allen, there's Evan Heffelfinger right here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms. Lakeland.edu. And a 10-3 runaway victory for the crew. I mean, it didn't start well, but then it, uh, well, then it got good and, and highlights so plenty uh, later on in the show. want to get your reaction a- after this one because this is a big one. They take the series against the Toronto Blue Jays, a pretty good baseball team. They uh, take the homestand four games to three. And those of you that we did predict a homestand uh, on the show last Sunday, how do you think the Brewers will do? Four against the Cardinals, three against the Jays. And a lot of you are at that three four four three mark. Some of you had the five two going. Well, I mean, maybe there was one that said six and one, and you know that might have been, you know, a prediction more suited for me as the ultimate optimist. But uh, this is a successful homestand, and I'll go you one further. Not only uh, pretty stiff competition, Cardinals and, and Blue Jays, but let's throw in uh, a series ago before the homestand against the New York Mets. If you throw in Mets, Cardinals, and Blue Jays, you see where I'm going here? Good competition. And that's that's something that has uh, been with me since we started hearing that early in the season here. Well, you can only beat up on the Reds and the, and the Pirates. Well, okay, let's wait until they play some stiffer competition. We can start doing some metrics on it. Mets, Cardinals, and Blue Jays, and the Brewers – are 5-5. Five and five. Now, normally you would say, well, it's 500 team. That's not a very good team. Considering these injuries, and you're going 5-5 five and five against the Mets, Cardinals, and Blue Jays, I would say that that's a successful run in, in those particular 10 games. And that's recent history. 
That's not six or eight weeks ago. That's just in the past, well, obviously these two series in the past week and then, uh, you know, maybe a week uh, or so after uh, before that, you've got recent history of playing good against good teams or at least winning baseball against those three good teams. And that is something that I think is up to uh, a perspective. And so on a game like today, you run away for the victory 10-3 and everybody pitches in, and is it a moment to celebrate a little bit? It is. How many times? See, it's easy to get on Craig Council uh, because he made a wrong bullpen move. It's easy, really easy, to get on the base running mistakes. And there was another one today, by the way. But that's the easy part. I think maybe more so the challenge would be how high do you get after a win like this, after a series like this, or do you just like to stay even-keeled? Ah, don't get too high, don't get too low. Do a Christian Yelich. Are you like Christian Yelich where, eh, whatever, that's baseball, it just happens. I'm a Brewers fan, but, mm, okay, we'll just move on. Yeah, this was a good win. Oh, da, 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 nothing to see here. Let's move on. Off day tomorrow, let's get to Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. A shorter road trip than we're accustomed to, but, okay, it's June, whatever. Do you act like that? I can't. <laughs> I just, I just, it's it, it's it's not in me to to do that. This is a, a nice run for the Brewers, but it has to be held in the context, though, and that is with the injuries and with the underachieving offense. You are still a very good baseball team, and you will get better as the season goes on because you're going to get healthier, and then pe- these these players are going to start uh, picking up the slack a little bit. Big day today for Rowdy Telez. Big day for Willie Adamas. Big day for the Brewers offense. That's something to celebrate today. It is. And we're talking about it here on The Fan, as always. 414-799-1250. Do you, do you land in the middle there? Not get, you don't get too high, too low? I can't do it. It's not in me. Some, of, some Brewers fans can. And we've talked with hundreds, if not more. Maybe, maybe into the thousands over the course of 17 years that are, that are really kind of streamlined in the middle. It's okay. That, if that's the way you follow baseball, that's all right. I'm not going to tell you, you know, that you should be uh, dancing around naked today, although it's, it'd be a good day for that today. Uh, but then again, maybe I take the, the losses a little bit too hard so it can go the opposite way too, and maybe you guys think that I'm a little out of line for celebrating a victory like this or going off on, on a, uh, a tough call or a tough game or a tough stretch, whatever it might be. 414-799-1250. Brewers did make a roster move, unfortunately. Injuries continue. Hunter Renfro back onto the IR, left calf. Uh, Pablo Reyes recalled. There, there were some activations yesterday, and you saw two of them today. That was Trevor Gott and uh, Jandel Gustave. It was a good spot for Gott there and his one inning of work. And you're wondering, well, why are you using one of your main guys uh, on a blowout game? Well, he's just coming off the IR, and then you know, you've got the off day tomorrow, and so he's ready to go on Tuesday. This game here was a race to the middle innings. And Chichi Gonzalez, as we discussed yesterday, four, four and a third, three-run ball, I would take that, end quote, is what I said yesterday. And that's what he did. 
four innings of three-run ball. Seven nine nine twelve fifty, and we'll get to you guys in just a second here. I know that bar is a little low, so you have to put that into perspective also. That this is Chichi Gonzalez. This isn't Aaron Ashby. This isn't Brandon Woodruff. This isn't obviously Burns. It's 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 you still have to understand who that player is when you set your expectations. But I was cool with it. Because it did keep the Brewers in it. Now, he did settle in, you know, after the first inning. Wouldn't you know it? I mean, again, he's first inning, guys. And and there again, someone may say, you got to let that go, Tim. First inning, the other Brewers get their half of the first inning, too, and they need to do some damage. I agree with you. And maybe I take that a little bit too hard. That's just the way I've always been with Brewers baseball. You know, late 70s shooting hoops outside, Pop working on his motorcycle or his, his, his cars. And I'm just shooting hoops and we got Yukon. And I, 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 I'm not kidding you. I act the same way to this very minute in time when it comes to Brewers baseball. I have not changed. Not at all. It's fist pumping on the good times and it is kicking things on the bad times. This is one of the good times here. They just completed a series split for... Uh, against the Cardinals, and taking the series against the Blue Jays. That is cool. I mean, that's, that's what this team does. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, they battle and they need a gold star for that. But don't you have to, though, when you're in, in dire straits when it comes to injuries? And no knock on the depth of this team, but let's face it. Jonathan Davis and Pablo Reyes and... Jace Petersons and Brassos? How are you going to win with those consistently? They're finding a way, though. And that's the thing. Someone, someone has to be given credit for that. Um, let's see here. Well, let's, let's get to calls before we open up another can of worms here. <laughs> so there, there's always things to talk about in Brewerland. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. But the main thing is a, a, a celebratory victory today. How big uh, of a of an emotion do you put into Brewers baseball? I asked the question six weeks ago. How angry do you get? I remember talking about that. Well, now it's not necessarily how happy you get, but how streamlined in the middle are you when it comes to Brewers baseball? Is that or is that beyond your control? Because because it's beyond mine. Maybe I ought to see. Maybe I should see someone for that. I don't know. Let's go to Brett. Brett, you're first up on the fan. What's going on, Brett? Now, do you get really high and really low when it comes to Brewers baseball? Hey, Tim. Yeah, I definitely. I, I think I'm similar to you. I'm living and dying on every pitch. Um, in, as I as the years go on, I'm I'm starting to not get as upset with every loss but i mean I, i'm with you you know every game matters um but they are going to lose games throughout the season obviously so uh, it's important to not think the world's ending well but. and i don't know if you remember this brett and i'm sure you do during the eight game losing streak I, I recall and i think you guys do also that i was surprised at how patient i was through all that do you remember that I, and if i don't know pick another year if it, if it would have happened in another year and there have been losing streaks that I've been losing my mind. But this year, I don't know what it was. It was a little more patient during that eight-game uh, losing streak. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I, yeah, an eight-game losing streak. Typically, I I would have been more frustrated too. I, I don't know what it was this year. I think a lot of it just has to do with how confident I am in this team. Uh, and two comments I wanted to make was one, you know, I, I called last week and I made a comment about Hunter Strickland last year. You know, his numbers were not good before we got him, and I I didn't I didn't believe in that pickup. Um, same thing with Chichi Gonzalez, and I I still don't. I mean, I I don't think he's going to be a long-term good no. pitcher on this team but you have you just have to give the brewers credit i mean two two starts now he's kept them in the games and i don't know if it's just what they're looking for or how they use them once they get here i mean they they know what they're doing on the pitching side of the baseball for sure absolutely they do and i think other organizations are well aware of that they, they really are okay so you get high and you one, get low yeah but one more thing man i you know the offense i i've been I've agreed with you all year on your takes on the offense. This this is not a bad offensive team. They're not playing well right or lately, but it's starting to turn and guys are going to play better. Um, and this is just a great this is a great series win against the Blue Jays. I mean that's a that's a good baseball team. You face two of their best pitchers. I know Barrios Barrios's numbers don't look good, but he's a he's got great stuff. Um, and you still have you know Urias isn't playing well. You still got guys hurt. You're, you're missing Woody and Freddie. Um, the sky's the limit for this team. I, yeah, I have not yeah. backed down on that. So. Yeah, Brett, thanks for the call. This is a journey. This is a journey as, as we move along here. Here we are. We're just a few days uh, away from three months in, in the 22 championship season. Here's a random Don't say that, please. Please don't. I know that. No doubt. Evan, welcome aboard. Dude, I know that. And it's starting to fly by here. It is. So, Evan, what, you're a little more streamlined than I am emotionally. I think it's just because I don't want to have my days ruined by a bad game. Because <laughs> I just, you know, I, I don't want it to affect the people around me in that way. And that don't get me wrong, losses hurt. And especially horrible losses, like uh, the one to the Phillies where Josh Hader gives up back-to-back home runs for the first uh, the first runs of the season for him. Yeah. That was a game that you had under control. There was a game in that Mets series that you should have won that you had under control, that you just didn't play the way that you should. And those hurt. And, it, you know, it's hard for it not to affect you even a little bit, even if you're a casual fan. But at the end of the day, you also can't be too high on a win unless it's a, a win like today. Today is such a great win. And I'm, I'm through the moon right now just watching this team right now but you also have to realize that yeah the regular season is a part of it I kind of want to see them win a playoff game right now so I guess I'm I'm excited I'm enjoying the ride this team is a lot of fun to watch there's a lot of great characters and I'm gonna be a little bit happy when they win and a little bit sad when they lose but I I want to see some playoffs yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be chewing my fingernail I only chew one fingernail now it was a long time nail biter many many years okay so i invested one for the for the for the good of nine others <laughs> i'm not kidding you so there's going to be nail biters here there's, there's going to be a jubilation on, on certain wins that's just the way i look at it here's a random uh, disconnected thought uh so i don't forget to get to this we we talked yesterday about how the attack mode, the ambush in baseball, does tend to work more times than not for other teams, not the Brewers. Yesterday, an example, uh, clearly the Blue Jays decided in the fifth inning to attack Corbin Burns, and it worked. 
the first five hitters and only five hitters in that inning, uh, you know, all swung at the first pitch of the sequence. Five in a row. One went deeper. The other four were all in play. One went deeper count. The other four hitters all in play. Five straight swinging at the first pitch. Why don't the Brewers ever do that? Let me give you an example of, well, they did today. There was an aggressive nature. I think you've seen the difference here. It was very festive. I want to find out from you guys at American Family Field because it sounded, now again, it's a, it's a 10-run output. So, so you're, you're going to have a little more uh, excitement factor and energy in the building. But nonetheless, I want to hear from those of you that were at the park if it seemed like it was, it was a party going on in there. Okay, so the second inning, the Brewers' uh, first inning, obviously, Gonzalez gives up three. The Brewers answer back with three in their half. And then, then Gonzalez has the shutdown frame right there, top two. I thought that was a, a, one of the tipping points in this game. We'll get to the uh, second inning here. Let's see. Here's what happened there. Tyrone Taylor, second pitch double. Jace Peterson, first pitch bunt single. Davis, three pitch single. Yelich, I will take some time out. Five pitches, but got the job done. Adamas, first pitch RBI base hit. Rowdy, second pitch homer. McCutcheon, second pitch grounder. Of the six, first six hitters in the second inning, here's, here's how this shook out, shook out. I'm just trying to nuts, nutshell it. Two batters swung at the first pitch, two of them on two pitches, one on three, and Yelich on five. That's the attack. Throw in a couple of stolen bases on the first pitch of each of those sequences. Throw in a, a potential sacrifice bunt right there. Uh, and that turned into a base hit. First pitch. Got it down. Perfect bunch, uh, bunt. Jace Peterson. That, in turn, I don't believe was, uh, was Jace. I, I may be wrong. I think that was in an effort to get the lead with a full rested bullpen. You needed the lead here. We talked about that yesterday. You needed the lead here early. They were playing for a run early in this game. And what happens? It pays off. But the main thing is my, my point here is the attack mode, that the Brewers offense finally showed you guys that it's in them. I think there needs to be more of that. Uh, talk, to, talk to pitchers. The most important pitch is strike one. First pitch of the sequence, strike one. All right, uh, 799-1250. Brewer Mike, I know emotionally I've talked with you for well over a decade. I know you're, you're into the highs and lows, so we're getting high and we're getting low here on the postgame show. Well, I'm going to go low first. When is Kelly <laughs> going to get released? Hold on. just There'll be oh, some He moves. had a clean inning today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, please. he's shown some know, scoreless no. appearances. He's not. He's. He's 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 a joke. Every time he comes in, it's it, 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 it's either going to be PlayStation or or he's just going to close his eyes and get three. Evan, grab out. his numbers compared to Brent Suter. Oh boy! Now that's that'd be a good comparison. Okay, All just right. just so you uh, know, you're... we can go name wreck with Brent Suter or Trevor oh, Kelly yeah. that you said is is just no good. Tim, you're going to get me. I know you are. No, how? No, you're going to get me, buddy, because you, you, you're. You're you're like the uh, you're like the Lauren Brown of uh, stats or like the Les Grafstein because you know everything, brother. And no, I no I no not everything. Well, 
mostly everything. The the highs are. I, I'm high right now. Yelich is, is starting to come around. I think you know, and and the naysayers are, you know, they paid him too much, and you know, we shouldn't have signed an extension. Yeah, I think Yelich is finally coming out of his shell, and I, I I also I, I like this uh, Jason Alexander. I like this kid. You know, he's 29. He's not really a kid, but I, I like him. And this uh, Chichi Rodriguez or Chichi Gonzalez or whatever, why? Tell, honest to God, tell me why. I, I don't know. <laughs> so the buddy system with Trevor Kelly back to Nashville? or I don't know what they're going to do with, with Chichi. It's, it's interesting because it's, an easy fix is Woody activated, Chichi comes out of the, uh, out of the rotation. Well, then what? Well, then, then what do you do with him? You go with the bullpen. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. And then there's Aaron Ashby. So when he comes back, then what do you do? Jason Alexander, does he stay in? Six man, five man? It's going to be interesting hey, in the rotation. Tim, I'm on 51st and Layton. Okay, I, I, I'd be happy real quick to go go to Miller Park or Five Server or whatever American Family Field. I will personally take Kelly and Rodriguez or Gonzalez <laughs> to the airport. Because it's only about two miles from here. Okay, I'll personally okay. put him on the plane and say bye. All right, go umpire your softball game and do not throw anyone out of the game today. No, not 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 what I'm looking at today. <laughs> okay, oh, see you later, no. Mike. Stay hot. <laughs> yep, yep. I've been I've been talking to Mike here for for like I said, well over a decade, and he does take the losses pretty difficult, and the jubilation is there. But how how high do you guys get? There's a drop. Um, you can just splice that audio out Thank of Thank you very much. How high do you guys get when it comes to, to, to the good times? And then how low do you get when it comes to the bad times? Because I, I, think, I think I would skew toward, you know, m- more response on, on the positive. I, th- I think that's fair to say, although I'm, I'm pretty difficult on, on some low points, too emotionally i don't think it's 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 an even split for me i would say it skews toward the positive because i know there's going to be seven three losses it's just going to be seven seven three losses and that's your standard seven to two baseball season marathon 162 loss you know again all the teams go through it every team's going to have those losses there's going to be 50 plus of these things so some of those I, I digest well and process well. But there's others, as you guys know. Evan, where do you want to go here? 414-799-1250. Let's go to Ethan in Franklin. Ethan, what do you say? Ethan? You okay, buddy? Am I Ethan? Yes, you're Ethan. I'm Jason. Jason. Gotcha. That's it. I'm going home. See you Written later. down the wrong way. There you go, Evan. Wait, way to go. All right, Jason, what's going on? All right. The the main thing I do first off, I want to say, you know, when we have all these injuries and stuff, and we can still stay afloat, ask Craig Council. I mean, having him as the manager, there's not too too many times we can reiterate how great of a manager he is. But uh, so just dropping that there. But how much I like the Brewers and follow them. Highs and lows. It used to be an every day day game back in the day, but now I'm an every series guy. So okay. you know, if they lose one, even if it's the first one, I'm like, all right, we got to win the next two. 
So if we win two out of three, I'm doing awesome. If we win one out of three, eh, not good. Swept one way or the other, really. Well, then let me let me ask you this. Okay, that's fair enough, and and I think that's an interesting point. That's that's a pretty clever way to look at it. So they lose game one of any particular series. Pick one. They lose game one, and then they lose on just a heartbreaker in game two. Now, according to your theory. Your concept is that you go series by series. Well, they just lost a heartbreaker to even up the series, and uh, then then do you take that one pretty tough? Well, I'm riding high on game one that they won. Game two, they lost on the heartbreaker. I'm like, oh, we could have had it. Let's hopefully get it tomorrow. And then if we lose tomorrow, it's going to be okay. accentuated because I'll be able to look back at the day before and say, these two we should have got. We only got one. Okay. Or now let's now let's go lose game zero. one. You lose game one, <laughs> yeah. and then you lose game two on a heartbreaker. Now I'm now I'm just riding. I'm like, oh, salvage something, please, on game three. I'm still not feeling. <laughs> I'm not feeling good at all. But if they salvage, I'm a little okay. But if they get swept, then it's just pits. So gotcha. that eight game series didn't do me, or eight game losing streak didn't do me very good. No, and you know what? Since um, since they were at their high water mark on May thirtieth, fourteen go- games over five hundred, they now are ten and fifteen in the ensuing fifteen games. Okay, so they're minus five in that run. But that is again, it's you have to keep it into context here. I'm not making oh, and- excuses for a ten and fifteen mark. I'm not. But I yeah. will point to underachieving offense and a bunch of bunch of injuries. I will point to that. The the other thing is when it is. When I get to September, I'm going to write a lot more on game okay. over game than series yeah. over series once you get there. Unless we have a 10-game lead or something ridiculous if the Cardinals fall on their face. But can't hope that happens. Yeah, all right. All right, Jason, thanks a lot. Jason, Ethan, there you go. Thanks, thanks for the call. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Jamo, you're next on the fan. What's going on, Jamo? Timmy Baseball, how you doing? What's up? You're not going to outlive Earl Weaver, man. And that's the cat that would smoke <laughs> an entire pack of old golds between the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. At least mine are filtered. Come on. <laughs> okay. Touché. Well, most times. Most times. You gotta, you gotta just enjoy the rich tapestry that's gonna be a ninety-five win, twenty twenty-two championship season. No, I, gonna... I get that, and some people do look at it that way, and some people were like, uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks a couple of a uh, couple of years ago. Now they were just like, yeah, that's just a jockey for position. Let's get get on a roll, get get good rest, and just let's wait till the playoffs and then put the hammer down. I. I I can't do that uh, just because I'm so entertained by this baseball team and certainly that basketball team at that time. I was riding every game, and I was not happy when, you know, it was a rest day for Giannis. It was a rest day for a holiday. I didn't like that either at that time. I just love the everyday grind, but I get it when people say, you know what, Jamal, let me go you one further. If you're at a point where Brewer fans are waiting for the playoffs to really get into it, that's a pretty good organizational turnaround, don't you think? It's the golden age of Brewers baseball. We've had more success under the reign of Adonacio than the 40 years of Felix. So, yeah, it is. It's a great thing. But today, you know, let's enjoy a victory beer and some meatloaf. 
two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, that's right. It's actually pretty good. That uh, that's a good baseball team. Here's here's a low during a high game. Here's a low. Can we stop? Here's what I'm not going to miss with the Toronto okay. Blue Jays series. Both and I'm not slamming these guys. Don't get me. I'm just pointing They're this out because I'm. Team, I'm, 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 I'm I, I promise to talk about everything Brewers. Uh, Anderson, Schroeder, Euchre, uh, Levering. We're the main main guys here. I, I, I don't pay attention to the post-game show. I'm a little busy when, when the game ends. I can't watch Valley Sports Wisconsin and hear what they're saying. I'm a little tired of this dripping love for that catcher in a Blue Jays uniform. Okay, I get it. Dude's good. Fine. Teach me about him on Friday in game one. I don't need to hear it for 12 at-bats throughout the series, guys. As a Brewer fan, as he punishes us, I don't want to hear how good that dude is and it was just too over the top. Sorry, guys. I know there's things that bug you guys that I say, but that bugged me all weekend long. It just did. You went from Earl Weaver to Billy Martin there. (laughs) With a touch of Lou Pinella. Lou Pinella. Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Good to talk to you, Timmy Baseball. Enjoy your meatloaf. Thank, thanks a lot. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. I that I don't know why there's just certain things, and I know it happens to you guys. I know I do things that rub listeners the wrong way. I'm I'm well aware of that. So I I'm just like you that broadcasters. It, it's just certain things that just get me. I I totally get. You know, pointing out and and analyzing and breaking down a player. But but to hear it three or four times a game when Alejandro Kirk steps up, you'd have thought it was Molina, Pudge, Johnny Bench, all rolled into one. To be fair, though, Tim, he may be the new age version. We we haven't seen a catching prospect like him in a long time. Uh, see, now you're falling victim. I know. I heard enough I know. of that. I but heard enough of that. I get that. Then talk about it on Friday when you first introduce your audience to him. That would be my contention. I'm good with that because I learn things too, you know, from, from the opposition. But my goodness, I, it's just something that, mm, it just bugged me. And let alone the fact that he killed us throughout the series too. That probably, I think that's exactly why you're upset about it. That's, had something to do with it. Uh, let's go to Todd. Todd, you're next here on the fan. What's up, Todd? Uh, howdy, boys. As far as uh, the catcher goes, Kirk, you know, unfortunately, uh, uh, sports broadcasters and uh, political guys, they're, they're a bunch of parrots. So they'll hear one thing, and then that's all they talk about, talk mm-hmm. about, because he's the, uh, you know, the fresh new thing and whatever else. And I'm just, I'm, I'm with you. It's like either come up with something original or just, enough of it you know it just gets ridiculous so how high do you get and how low do you get oh i this one is uh by far the highest i've been all season uh with this game i was watching the game and going finally i mean they're honest to god i'm making meatballs and stuff you know but i'm the fan and i'm watching the game and i'm going who is this team they, they actually, they wrapped up everything uh, except for the old, uh, you know, scrap heap uh, uh, Rodriguez w- w- was 
was awesome. It was it was great. And you know, we talk about uh, uh, you know the ambush stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like you know you have to be a good team to ambush anybody. So I think that term is thrown around so loosely, like it just comes out of the blue. Oh, we can you know ambush them. No, you have to be a good team. And today really proved how good they are and how good they can be. I was everybody in the starting lineup had a hit today. Every one through nine had a hit, at least one hit today. Yes, and it was just I, I, I. If this, if if today was a prototype of how good that team could be, and the future of it, man. I mean, I'm all in no matter what. But I thought this was their absolute best game, except for that uh, that first inning pitching. By far, bar none, they looked yeah. absolutely fantastic. They they did. They kept the line moving. They were aggressive. They were stealing bases. Todd, thanks thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy those meatballs. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Get to Craig Council. Uh, get a, a one or two more in here. Nate, Nate, you're next on the fan. You get you get super high and super low during all this. Um, I try not to, uh, for the most <laughs> part. Uh, but you know, sometimes you can't help it. And uh, when the team is going real good, sometimes you can't help but to get over, 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 uh, over joy with joy. And then when the team is going bad, sometimes you can't help but be the dump and want everybody fired. Um, so I think I, I think it was like doing the books. Like, for di- it's different for different sports. Like, I can um, during football, I'm, I'm down with every game because it's only 16 of them. Um, basketball, usually when it gets to the playoffs, I, I, I turn up to a different gear and I'm, and I'm down for every 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 point scored and every minute. And then during baseball, since it's such a long season, I try not to get as get as angry or upset when we when we, when we lose. But I also try not to get too excited when we win because I think it was uh, 2012. Uh, they went on like a like a 12 game winning streak or something. And then the the whole month of like the whole month of July and August was just terrible. Like that year, really, I was really like, "Wow, oh my God, we're so good. We we, we can we can win it. We can win the World Series." And then that July and August came around, and they fell like underneath five hundred, and it was just it was just all bad. Um, but Tim, um, how many how long have we been asking for the Brewers to be more aggressive? I mean, it's I been like it's been a long time. You you and I have been all over it. Just and we're not saying every time through. You can't do this every inning because it's detectable by the other guys. You have to be strategic on it. I even heard Bob Euchre say this had to be a plan. This had to be a plan attack or plan strategy uh, to go ahead and, and and utilize a little small ball, some base stealing, two of them in the inning, and just some some get up and go and jump on these guys. He even noticed it. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like I feel like the they, the pitcher got three three runs right away, uh, so he came out comfortable. And the the best time to get a guy is when he's comfortable and he hasn't thrown a pitch yet. You can like he came out on the mound and was it wasn't his best stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like when you see that, do that right away. And you also also got to give credit to the coaching staff because if it was a plan, they they saw something in in the yep. film that they'd be watching. And they said, "Well, you got to get this guy right away before he settles in." So you got to give credit to the 
Yeah, and I and I think part of that part of that wasn't necessarily the the opposition pitcher. Part of that was right. the situation that the bullpen for the Brewers was in, and and right. knowing that knowing that if you can get the lead, you have a fresh bullpen, everyone's ready to go, an off day tomorrow, no worries, all hands on deck. Just get the lead through four innings, and you have a victory. Right, and I just feel like I just feel like the Brewers focus so much on trying to hit the ball hard and trying to hit the ball over the fence. Sometimes just just get the make contact and just make make them make them work. Make the make yep. the fielders work. Make the make the defense work. The more you the more you do that, the more you, you get errors or you get balls that have eyes and this just finding this fine lanes and stuff like that. So I just feel like it was a great team win today. They need to take what they need to take what they did in here on this game and translate it over into every series from now on. Use yeah, Tampa point. Bay. Tampa Bay is not going to be easy. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tampa's Tampa not going to be easy. Like Nate, so Nate, Tampa. you. I, I admire you for, for keeping an even keel. I really do, man. Thank, thanks for the call because no I, just, I just can't do it. I don't know if it's shaving years off my life. Do you think that, Evan? Is it that or the cowboy killers? It might, it might be the cigarettes, yeah. Or the high lifes. Could be the booze. But Could no, you, I would say you should say it's the stress. It's the, it's be, the ins and outs of the, the baseball season. Yeah, because on certain losses, I'm on the verge of an emotional collapse. I mean, I don't think it's a physical thing, but yeah, you never know what what happens. But uh, so, can you hurry up and win a World Series? Would be my message. Honestly, here. we're getting a little impatient. For not me, I mean, for guys like Bob Euchre, you know, '87. You know what? I just uh, did a little studying. Um, did a deeper dive uh, because we're going to have a Eucharism show at some point this year. Your favorite Eucharisms. Um, I've been saying he's 88. He's he's only 77. No. I don't know where I got 88, but I just kept throwing that number out the last few months. So I apologize. I don't want to uh, cut him short. You know, <laughs> Waste a year of his life. He doesn't have many left. I mean, let's face it. I hope a lot. He's 88. Could you, could you, is he 88? Yeah. Born January 26, 1934. So 34. According to Wikipedia. Yeah. According to, mm, 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 hold on here. This is, this is great radio here. <clears throat> How old is Bob Euchre? Bob Euchre is 87 years old. Okay, so that's my Siri. Hmm. Baseball reference has him as 88 as well. That 88 and 151 days. So he would have turned 88, the even number, right? If it's 34, mm-hmm. it was an even number. This year is an even number. So January of this year would have been 88. Yep. Okay, so never mind. I just wasted two minutes of everyone's time right there. You didn't waste it. That was beautiful radio. <laughs> Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Brewers take the win today. We'll get one more in here before the break. Notebook Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on, Mike? Isn't technology great? 
It sure is. It really you is. Ask your phone, what's my ex doing? I hope she's dead. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I, don't, I, mean? I don't know about that. That band's playing at Summerfest. I don't get too high because I quit it. But They're funny. it's just medium. Just, you know? just medium? You stay in the middle, Mike? Well, there's so many games. Now, a Packer loss or win... There's only 17 games. You got yeah. more more emotionally involved. That's in true. That. So, this is just. I went to the car show. I heard it was three zip. I said, "Oh well." And I got in my car, and I heard they were up eight runs. I was like, "Oh, made my day." Of course. So, how was the car show, in. Mike? How was the car show? At a uh, bowling alley in uh, Waukesha. Okay. Was it nice, it's fun? Just about 70 cars. Okay. Well, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, some really cool stuff. Did you see any uh, Oldsmobile Cutlasses, my first car? Oh, yeah, they got them. My buddy and his buddy, got. they got two. Each one has one. Yeah. All yeah, right. well, it's a popular car. It sure is. That, that's a cool car. All right, you well, know, thank... everyone gets a Camaro or a GTO. Yeah, or a you know, Nova. Yeah, Nova. Charger. Uh, Duster. Dark. All right, well, I'll let you guys go. I know you got an interview. <laughs> No, we we have to commercial break here. Mike, always a pleasure. We'll hear hear you you tomorrow with Bart. We'll hear you tomorrow with Bart. Welcome to Auto Shop. What what can you say? I I don't know. I just want to be nice. That's all. I'm just trying to be nice. What if we say kick it to break? Let's do that. Gene Wagner, plumbing post-game show. Do you get too high or too low during this run that the Brewers are on? Any season. Pick a month, pick a stretch, a couple of weeks, whatever it might be. We're all getting high and low on the postseason. I understand. That's, that's the easy question. But, like, here we are late June. You get a big win like this. You know, I'm celebrating it. You get the victory to take the series. You take the homestand four to, four to three. I don't know. What about you guys? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We'll be right back here on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game, presented by the Five O'clock Steakhouse. Five o'clock steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at five o'clock steakhouse.com. Yeah, welcome back. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show after this in all Brewers games. Right here on the fan, Tim Allen. There's Evan Heffelfinger, and they get it done today 10 3. They win the game and the series in the homestand. Pretty productive at uh, four and three, and we're just talking about. Let's sit back and talk about your emotions, shall we? Uh, you got to be feeling pretty good. Beautiful day today, uh, as Euchre has uh, been telling us for for many weeks now. It'll get here. The better weather, it's going to get here. Well, it's here. 
Uh, also, uh, Evan, if you could, a uh, little bit later on, we're going to check the Summerfest lineup. They, We went over this yesterday, and there were some bands that I was <laughs> just never heard of, I guess. Um, Sam Any didn't that know, stood out to you? Well, Sam didn't know who uh, Rick Springfield was. Really? And, yeah, and I didn't give him too much flack about that because that's it's just... Well, he was kind of a one-hit wonder, wasn't he? Well, I would think a little bit more than that. But, yeah, known for Jesse's Girl. Right. Right, right, right. Two weeks from yesterday. I, I think I said next weekend. It's the following weekend he's at Summerfest. But we'll check the lineup if you happen to... If you happen to be going uh, to both the ball game and Summerfest, that's a double dip today. That's cool. I've done that uh, in years past. Um, and uh, there's some wild stories with regards to Summerfest. Maybe I'll tell you about that sometime. 799-1250. Uh, before we get to our game recap and our calls of the game today with 5 o'clock Steakhouse, let's uh, get to Ryan in Kenosha. Ryan, you're next. Uh, talking about the emotional roller coaster. Are you on it or are you one that just kind of stays in the middle here? <laughs> well, I think, you know, Tim, uh, guys like you and I, it's, it's not much of an act. It's, it's real deal. I can't, I wish I could relax. I tell you that much, man, it would be nice to a June Sunday game. Yeah. It'd be nice to relax, wouldn't it? But after that first inning bomb, I'm sitting there punching the pillow, just <laughs> like it's game yeah. six of the LCS. So, it's not. It's just one of those things. Like I truly feel like when we get to the World Series and we win it, it's going to make it that much better, you know. And I know you feel the same way. Were you at the ball game today? No, I'm actually headed over to Lakeshore right now to catch uh, the Kingfish versus Chinooks. So I was going to do double duty, but you obviously know my my career. I watch a lot of baseball, so I was like, I'll just watch this one on the couch, and then I'll go to. I'm headed out to Mequon right now to check out the, the Chinooks versus Kingfish. So. This, the uh, general manager of uh, Craig Council's kid. <laughs> he's yeah, been Brady doing well. Yeah, Brady might be an all-star, too. Yeah, he's, he's been doing really well. He had a nice night, what, last night or the night before? Yeah, the night before. He's a good kid. He's quiet, but he's, he's all about baseball, which doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, take it easy. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you're you're with me. You're in the same camp. I, I just can't help it. I you, you know you try. Thanks for the call. You you try, but you can't. You just can't. You can't do it. Some can, and and for uh, some regard, I I admire that 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 you can stay kind of even keeled. You're still a fan. You're still a big fan. You you buy tickets. Go to the games. You're. You know, buying a, a new City Connect jersey just because it's different and, and you're a big Brewers fan. But, you know, then I'm going crazy after a loss or going crazy after a big win, and you're just like, yeah, that's that's cool. I'm a fan, and that's all part of it. Uh, Roger, you're next here on The Fan. What's going on, Roger? Yeah, you, you, you want to know where I'm at emotionally. First off, first thing is I do is I turn to the um, – KMOX, the flagship in St. Louis, to listen to the end of the game, okay? While I'm listening to this post game to get an idea. Uh, pure arrogancy. I'm telling you, Tim, you know, uh, that team, that entire era, the entire organization is founded on ar- arrogance and that they're the supreme example of what a baseball team has to be. I mean, in the, within the first three minutes, they're talking about, oh, that was a strike. The Cubs should be out of this inning. 
And then they said, well, you know, they just put a, a Cubs on third base. Oh, they're lucky they didn't send him home because he would have been throwing. I, I've, I, I, that's where my emotional range is today. And I'm leaning on, I'm banking on that um, the Brewers and one game up uh, in the division in a short period of time here that this game will end uh, favorable to the Cubs. So, you know, the Cardinals, uh, they simply, as an organization, they're arrogant and they suck. In terms of Alejandro Kirk, yeah, the, the guy has, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him, Chip. He has a body mass index of 37.2. The guy is going to have a cardiac arrest running the third base. 30. 30 is obese. So the kid has age working for him, but everything else, his joints aren't going to hold up. He's lucky if he has a couple more seasons in him. Uh, all right, so, he, yeah, I, I, I'm just glad the Brewers uh, don't have to face him all the time just to hear about him, just just, just that part of it. And that's that, maybe I go over the top with this because those things bug me, you know? I, I get what you're talking about. I guess that... I wonder, I wonder, does it bother, does it concern you? Do you think they, other stations or broadcasters talk about our players at, in the same vein? I, I Do don't know. much credit? Because um, I get a sense maybe, you know, um, we don't quite as get as much all the way around, as much respect as we deserve all the way around, including our, our best players. Yeah, so you, you, that- you might be right. You, you might be right, but I, you know, I don't know because I would have to listen to the opposition's broadcast all three games to see if they center on one guy and say, man, this dude is every time up. This dude is that. This dude is the next Hall of Famer. He's a, just dripping with love and, and – uh, adoration for this guy. I, I would have to listen to that part of it, uh, and I don't do that. I I always listen to the the home calls for the most part. I do check in on, you know, like the Reds. You can get their AM station in here and catch a little bit of that. As you said, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals broadcast occasionally. You can get that here. But uh, yeah, all right, Roger. Thanks for the call. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know the answer to that question. Um, my guess is they they might on. You know, listen to a maybe a uh, Reds broadcast in in twenty eighteen or nineteen talk about Yelich. My guess is they would, because he just smoked the Reds, a bunch of cycles and you know that sort of thing. Uh, Marshall, you're next, uh, and then we'll get to our game recap here. Marshall, you're on the fan. Well, good evening, good afternoon, guys. Yeah, speaking of the beautiful weather, I've been working outside today, so I only caught nice. a little bit of the game, but it was. Gorgeous day to be outside anywhere today. It's wonderful. I think that just before I get going here, what Roger's trying to say, and it's a certain shade of blue and a certain college rivalry I'm close to, we think that they have a superiority complex. I think the Cardinals have a little bit of that too. But And uh, forgive me if I'm a little in and out of things. The Super Bowl of another love of mine is going on the next two weeks. But I will still be into the Brewers here and there, though, guys. But uh, I caught a little bit of the game um, today. I think the big moments were tell us, tell us, tell us. I think that's three words. He's just 
brought something that's very incredible to this team, and it's just all the time. I hate to put somebody in the category of Prince Fielder, but, man, he, there are times he just reminds me of him. I mean, it's like when he steps up to that plate, he's just you, you know it's going to get knocked out of the ballpark. And, you know, so I think that by far was a big moment. As far as the emotions, guys, it depends kind of on the series and the team with me. Um, I mean, this weekend I was very busy and outside, so it just to be, I wasn't as dialed in. I thought we were going to get two out of three. I called it, guys. I, I, I was mm-hmm. optimistic, and they proved us right this weekend. But um, but if it's the Cardinals, uh, et cetera, of course I'm dialed in. And I was pretty unhappy after that Mets loss in game three of that series. That one still is a burr under my saddle. So it kind of depends on the series. But uh, – I'm generally with you. you. You try to be neutral, but those competitive juices get going. There's just sometimes no stopping them. <laughs> yep, yeah, no doubt. Marshall, thanks Thank for the call. Marshall was referring to his uh, love affair with tennis. Wimbledon, is that going on here uh, soon? Sure. I yeah, I, th- I think it is, but it, it, he's so into tennis. Always has been. Colin, uh, you know, been talking to him for, oh, man, forever, for sure. All right, let's take a look at our game recap because, you know, you, you beat the uh, Blue Jays, pretty good baseball team, and you, you, you beat them today soundly to not only win the game but to win the series and take a two, two out of three, which is a, uh, a big, big feather. And uh, let's go back to the first inning when this thing started, 1-10. Top of the first, damage done by the Blue Jays as a uh, leadoff base hit. Then a one-out walk to Vlad Jr. And then Kirk, the aforementioned uh, three-run home run. Uh, Chi-Chi went on to give another hit in the inning. Three runs on three hits and a walk and a three-zip deficit into the bottom of the first inning. Brewers then a big answer in their half of the first inning. Lead-off walk by Yelich. One out later, Rowdy Telez. So we're going with Slider. Telez. Center field, he's watching. This one's flying, and it's gone. Rowdy Telez gets him on their feet quickly here today. Two-run home run for the former Blue Jay. Yeah, that had to feel pretty good for Rowdy. Luis Rios then with a base hit. And with two outs, that set up Omar Narvaez. Narvaez, that's in the gap right center field, going to get down. Urias on the run, and he's going to be waved home. No throw. Urias scores. Narvaez draws a throw and will be tagged out. So the Brewers tie it. Count the run at the plate. A three spot for the Blue Jays at the top of the first, and the Brewers answer with three of their own in the bottom. All right, reset it all. We go to the second. Oh, we got a wild one today already. (laughs) Brian Anderson, all sorts of fired up after that on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Okay, what have we learned? We're going to continue to reinforce what we learned about baseball. Don't make the first or third out at third, first and second at home. Do do we need to go back over this? Now, Tim, I think it was actually a smart base running decision, and hear, hear me out on it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a distraction to make sure that that run scored. That's that's what uh, a lot of those are. 
Yeah, so... And I, yeah, know, I guess in the first inning, you would maybe like to play it safer because you don't need that run, but in a way, I I don't mind it. I would have understood the third out at home plate. You know, you don't make the first or second at home plate, but you take a chance with two outs getting getting him in there. But again, okay, so be it. 3-3 three, three, uh, into that second inning uh, with, with Omar making that third out at third. Um then you're in it. The line there in the bottom of the first, same as the top half. Three runs on three hits and a walk. Back to even 3-3 three, three, uh, into the second. So, Chi-Chi Gonzalez really could use a shutdown inning, and he got it. Uh, he did have a one-out walk. That was a race down an inning-ending double play into the bottom of the second. Here's where the fun started for the crew. Aggressive in the bottom half of the second. Lead-off hustle double. Uh, by Tyrone Taylor, and there was a play on him at second base, but he got in there. Jace Peterson then lays down a bunt, first pitch, goes for a base hit to first and third him. That, to me, I thought was sort of a sacrifice. It may not have been. That may have been Jace just, you know, checking out the uh, uh, infield positioning. But I think it was in an effort to say, hey, man, let's let's get the runner over. Let's get Taylor over to third. Let's get this lead because then I can have a quicker hook on Gonzalez. I got a fresh bullpen and an off day tomorrow. Reinforcements, uh, Gustave and Gott were activated yesterday. That is my thought. I don't know that for sure. Only Craig Council and Pat Murphy know that. Uh, but uh, Jonathan Davis uh, for, on the first pitch. A stolen base by uh, Jace, now second and third with nobody out. And Jonathan Davis comes through with this RBI base hit. Up the middle, going to be a tough play. Espinal going to third, stay on the bag, Jace. He does. Another run is in. So an infield hit for Jonathan Davis, and the Brewers take the lead 4-3 to three here in the second inning. Get that ball into play in those situations. They did a lot of that today. Six hits to that point in a 4-3 lead. Uh, that brought up Yelich with runners at the corners and nobody out and one in. Jonathan Davis early in the count. Steals second base. Again, being aggressive right there. Yelich up second and third. Nobody out. You got to get that ball into play. And with the infield back, small ball, aggressive nature, pays off for the crew. How about this time we, we appreciate a rollover ground out to the right side off the bat of Yelly. And Yelich pulls one on the ground. That'll get the job done. Another run is in. And the first out at first base. So not only do you plate one, but you advance a runner to third. And Yelich with his 27th RBI of the season. And one time you really want to concentrate on. Yeah, and, and, and that was... Uh, that was a, a smart move by Yelich to just kind of get get it over to the right side. Not only get the running, but get the runner over to third with just the one out. There's Jonathan Davis at third base. And that paid off because Willie Adamas puts another one on the board for the crew. Instructions for the base runner. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but he's going to score anyway. The easy way. Davis scores Adamas on the first pitch. Lines one into left field. And the Brewers put another three spot on the board. 6-3 at that uh, point. Eight of the first 11 to come to the plate in this game for the crew have gotten on base seven via the hit. That's set up Rowdy to Les. And, and if you uh, kind of listen um, 
you were hearing a lot of Rowdy chants, but Rowdy with the man aboard in the second. Have a day. Rowdy in the right. That ball got some carry. And it's gone. It hit the top of the wall and bounces on out of here. He's done it again. Rowdy Telez. Two innings, two homers, five RBIs. Eight to three, Milwaukee. Four two. RBIs, B.A. Yeah, that would be four RBIs. But Deuce is wild there for Rowdy, at least, in the second inning. Two. He had two two-run home runs here in the 2022 championship season. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, that that was uh, McCutcheon and Urias with uh, ground outs will end the inning. Five runs on five hits through the uh, two innings. Brewers, eight runs, eight hits, a walk, two stolen bases, one of the hits, a bunt, and an 8-3 lead into the third inning. And it sort of settled down from right there. Chi-Chi settles in after that. Uh, Brewers trying to uh, get the knockout blow in the third inning, all with two outs. Jace Peterson hit by a pitch. Uh, Davis then worked a walk, and that chase uh, Barrios. Uh, Yelich then works a walk uh, with the two outs for Willie, but he pops it up right there. I, I really thought something was good. Something good was going to happen right there. Uh, Chi-Chi. Another zero put up in that fourth inning. Brewers in order for the first time in the game in the fourth inning. Into the fifth, the Blue Jays uh, go in order in the fifth inning of Jandel Gustave on about five pitches. You saw that the Blue Jays got aggressive right there in the fifth, and it didn't work. Omar with his second hit of the ball game in the bottom half. Gustave into and out of trouble in his second inning of work, that sixth inning. Base hit to lead off, then a base hit. Then he gets a scorcher to Jace for the first out, and he gets out of it, inning-ending double play. That was a huge moment, another tipping point. Brewers, big business in the sixth. Lead-off infield single by Yelich, followed up by a double by Adamas. Second and third, nobody out. That was a good hold by Jason Lane right there. Again, you got to give credit. You know, we, we get on this guy for, you know, getting some runners thrown out. But he did hold Yelich there. Telez worked a walk. Bases loaded. Nobody out. Let's get the ball in play. Andrew McCutcheon does just that. McCutcheon, first ball swinging off the glove of Chapman. Going to the bag. Nothing there. Nothing anywhere. Yelich will score. McCutcheon wasting no time. That'll be a base hit and an RBI. And the Brewers lead 9-3. to three. I think wow. if Chapman's able to pick that cleanly, he's going to be able to turn. Up six runs at that point. Next hitter, Luis Urias. Hey, dude, get the ball in play. And he does just that. In the air, left center field. Springer on the run. This will be deep enough to score Adamas. Sacrifice fly, also tagging He's been rowdy. Brewers have double digits on the board. Urias with an RBI makes it 10 to 3. Yeah, and that was your final right there as uh, Gustave had two scoreless in his appearance today. Uh, Trevor got in the seventh inning. A good spot for Got right there coming off the IR. Uh, and uh, there's your final. You get uh, Brent Suter and Trevor Kelly scoreless frames 10 3. 
42 and 33 here in the 22 championship season. We're going to hear from Craig Council as uh, he's going to enjoy the evening off tonight and an off day tomorrow. And uh, Tampa Bay, they go on Tuesday. But let's hear from the Brewers manager next here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. They get a big win today, 10-3 the final. We'll get to counts in just a second here. We're also going to hear from Rowdy Telez. I did hear the Rowdy chants after that, certainly after that second home run. I mean, that, that loud and proud, no question about it, 35,000-plus at American Family Field today. Real quick, um, just I was just informed that, I don't know, maybe I was ignorant to this, but so Summerfest is uh, just Thursday through Saturday nights, right? At least this year, yeah. No, 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 I'm just saying, yeah, this year, because they're going, you know, multiple weekends or whatever. Um, but they're, they're not doing a Sunday night or a Sunday lineup at all, so they're not even running up and running today? No. So when's the so this would be next Thursday? This next coming Thursday, Thursday, the thirtieth. All right, who can we go see on Thursday? Well, if you want to go to the amphitheater, you have a quadruple header, I guess you could say, uh, headlined by Disturbed, uh, Lamb of heard God, Chevelle, and New Medicine. Chevelle. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've heard of two of the four. Okay, you okay. could see. Uh, everybody in Wisconsin's favorite for one song, Todd Rundgren. Yes. For banging on the drum. Okay. Uh, you could see the Revivalists. I haven't heard of them. Anthony Hamilton. Haven't heard of him. Michael Ray. Haven't heard of him. The Wailers. That was, uh, Bob Marley's backing band, wasn't it? Okay, so then, yeah. Bob Marley and the Whalers. Okay, so they're still up and about and doing their thing. Summerfest okay. has always had a really great reggae presence, and I've okay. always loved going to their tent. That's cool. Um, the Indigo Girls could Heard see of them. them. Uh, Sir Mix a Lot, if you like big butts. I he's, like big butts. He's yes. playing at three thirty <laughs> on a Thursday. Okay, three thirty. Right. Okay, yeah. in the afternoon. Nice. Oh man, then there's there's a lot of names here that I don't know. Well, shoot. Um, the Fix with two X's. Yeah. Now, see, they're a good band. Uh, they got a big album, Reach the Beach, One Thing Leads to Another. Okay. That's their song, yeah. Uh, Tommy DiCarlo, singer of Boston. I know who that is. Okay, gotcha, yep, Boston. Uh, Mother Folk. Haven't heard of them. Mindy a Bear. Haven't heard of her Craig, or the bear. Craig Finn and the Uptown, Uptown Controllers. Haven't heard of them. Sunvolt. I'm sure Sunvolt's good, but I haven't heard of them. Freddie Jones Band. Have I've heard of them. I was spinning the Freddie Jones Band when I worked at the rock station back <laughs> okay. in you know early 90s. Davina and the Vagabonds. Never heard of them. Mrs. Fun. Sounds fun to me, but sure. haven't heard of her. Leroy Airmaster with Junior Brantley. You know, believe it or not, I've heard of them. Yes. Okay, interesting. Well, I'll we'll see you there at one forty-five in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, blues disciples. Haven't heard of them. I bet they play the blues. I'm thinking. T. C. Carson. 
No, haven't heard of him. Uh, looks like there is a BMX stunt team. Uh, That's always cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The Love Monkeys. I feel like I've they're a they're a local oh, yeah. um, cover yeah. band, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and they put on a nice show. They're they're really long time established. Really, really, really good. Okay. Uh, Eric Barbieri and the Rockin' Krakens. I haven't heard of them. Comic Magic Energy. Energy. And it's a guy with a deck of cards smiling really creepily into the camera. Okay. Ben Mulwana Band. <laughs> no. Cousin Curtis with no. two S's. Addy Amoir. This is all Thursday. Li- this yeah, is all, this is still, we're still going Thursday. on Thursday. We're, all Thursday. Biggest music festival, you can tell. <laughs> Go on. Nathan Graham. Uh-uh. Bandits on the Run. Nope. Brady Lee. Uh-uh. Olivia Portis. Negatory. George Dukas. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Juliana Hatfield. No. Nessa Barrett. Uh-uh. And Gail. Gail. And I, I'm I, not going to run through the... Uh, I would go see The Fix. Okay. I, I just Yeah, I would go see, see The Fix. They were big in the 80s. Not bigger. I mean, I'm mean, not huge, but hmm, that's good stuff. That's I mean, a lineup. It's pretty diverse, and it always has been. How does that compare to a Craig Council lineup? Yeah, uh, all over the road, and want to make everyone happy. I like that. S- Summerfest and Craig Council have a lot in common. Yeah, let's hear from Craig Council. Brewers get the uh, victory today, ten three, the final. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a day where, you know, I think the offense really picked us up um, and gave us a gave us a great cushion. Um, and it was, you know, up and down the lineup um, that that obviously Rowdy had the big day, but up and down the lineup, a lot of guys did good things and um, where they all, they just they carried us today and they made it, they made the pitchers jobs, uh, you know, much easier today. How important is that, you know, that first inning homer just to get you right back in the game? Yeah, I mean, for Chi-Chi, well, a little, little, it resembled the St. Louis game, actually, where we gave up some runs, and then, um, you know, we had, we got we got a run back. Uh, I think Willie hit a homer that game. Um, but it just puts you right back in the game, so Rowdy's homer just, just puts us right back there, and it's a ball game. Um, and, and, and then... You know, then Chichi was good. He was he was good for three innings and and got us to a good point with a that we felt with a rested bullpen that we could uh, be be a little aggressive with the guys, um, and they, they all did a great job. So, but the offense was the story today, and they they were awesome. The homer balls, obviously, it's the most efficient way to score. But is there something particularly satisfying about kind of like a well executed small ball rally like you guys? put together in that second yeah i mean jace's bunt was was great um you know we, we'd stole some bases um and i, I think just you know I, I don't know about that i just think we kind of kept Barrios just on the ropes you know we, we never let him up um and then we made it tough he never like felt he got going until we had eight runs on the board and he got going a little bit in the third inning but um that that's what today felt like you know we just made it like tough on him and hey, look it's frustrating in a pit when you lay a great bunt down when you steal some bases yeah, it's frustrating and that's a guy Craig who's given you you know he's pitched well against you guys over the years yeah for sure I mean he's, he's been a good pitcher in this league for a while 
Craig, you got uh, five scoreless innings out of your bullpen again. Just over the last couple of days, that, you know, your pitching staff against one of the better offenses in baseball. Yeah, well, it was good to get a couple guys back today and get them out there. And, and so Gustave and, and Trevor, who we think can um, really solidify the middle of the games, kind of demonstrated that today. Um, and that, you know, that's and again, a game like that where you create a lead, you know, you, and you, you keep that lead going into the later innings. I think that's, that's what those guys are here to do. Um, and, and they did a fabulous job of the day. And so glad to have them back. Did you get Rudy on Colton? Did he clear his? Uh, yeah, uh, all reports so far, Colton did did had a good day. So you expect him with you on Tuesday? Yes. Tampa? Yes. How about Ashby, Craig? Did he he, he throw yesterday? Uh, Ashby's going to throw a live BP tomorrow. So he threw today. So I mean, everything's going good. Live BP tomorrow. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. All right, some happy numbers here as the Brewers get the uh, big win today, 10-3 final to take the game in the series. And really, with this win, take the homestand at four games to three against the Cards and Jays. Let's take a look at the numbers. Christian Yelich today goes one for three with a couple of walks, an RBI, and two runs scored. You know, say what you want about the power and all that. At least he is being productive and in, in getting on base and uh, being involved. In, in a lot of the offense that the Brewers have going. And, and I would be pretty surprised if, if he comes out of that leadoff spot anytime soon. I mean, it's just, it's just you see the difference of him getting on base, and it's, the trajectory is a little bit better than it was prior to him being moved to the uh, leadoff spot. So we'll see. Willie Adamas today, three for five with an RBI, two runs scored, rowdy, rowdy, two for four with a walk. Four knocked in, and a couple of runs scored. Andrew McCutcheon stays hot. One for five with an RBI. Luis Urias, one for three with an RBI and a run scored. Uh, He had the sack fly. He's starting to slowly heat up the last couple of games. They really need Louis to get the bat going. Omar Narvaez, a multi-hit game, two for four with an RBI. Tyrone Taylor, one for four, one run scored. Jace Peterson, one for three, a run scored. He was also hit by a pitch. And Jonathan Davis goes one for three with a walk, an RBI, and a run scored. Everybody in the lineup had at least one hit in today's victory. Pitching lines today, Chichi Gonzalez, four innings, three runs earned on four hits, two walks, and three strikeouts through 59 pitches a uh, little over six on the ERA for Chichi. Uh, season ERA is seven plus. Gustave, two innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Trevor got one inning of work, zeros with a couple of strikeouts. Brent Suter, one inning, no runs, no hits, a walk, and no strikeouts. Trevor Kelly, one inning, clean. Brewers, they get 10 runs today on 13 hits. No errors. They also drew four walks and had the hit batsman. So that's a, a pretty good offensive output right there. Jays, three runs on six hits, no errors. The win goes to Gustave. He is uh, now 1-0. and The loss to Barrios, he goes to 5-4. and Brewers now 42-33 and after the victory. 35,000-plus to witness this. 
here in the 2022 championship season. As uh, we will hear from Rowdy Telez up next, and those of you uh, that were at American Family Field, I'm, I'm starting to hear more and more of the Rowdy chants. It's been a little while for a power surge for Rowdy, but uh, played a big role in today's victory. We'll be right back. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Thanks, Craig. Rowdy, what a day for you. Multi-homer game, two homers against the team that drafted you. You made your debut with. This is a big series for you. How did it feel to have that day? Um, you know, it felt good. It was I wouldn't call it bittersweet getting to play against them, but uh, there was definitely extra emotions playing against them. You know, they are the team that drafted me, gave me the chance to play in the big leagues. But, um, you know, I couldn't be more happy to be here in Milwaukee and be around this fan base and play in front of these people. Well, these fans, they love you. So you've got to tell us, what does it feel like that second homer? You're coming around and you've got a stadium full of people chanting your name. Um, you know, that one was good. I was let out a little emotion, screamed a little bit, but um, it was it was great. You know, it was good series win for us, uh, good homestand. You know, it's going to be good going into this road trip, having that kind of momentum. Rowdy, you guys have done such a great job coming back from games when you fall behind early, and your homer just brought the team right back into it. How have you guys just maintained that attitude of never giving into a game? You know, it's nine innings. You know, it's a long game, and uh, I think the biggest thing for us is not getting down ourselves early uh, when things don't go our way. But, um, you know, pitching is huge for us. Uh, Cheech threw a good game, and uh, we got in with the bullpen, and the bullpen shut it down too and, he and helped us, you know, keep getting runs on the board. So uh, a lot of it goes to them. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. That is super cool. Keep it up, Brewers fans. The rowdy, rowdy chance, it, it does help, guys. Uh, you know, in a weird way, I can't quantify that in any way, but it, it does help. Uh, Brewers get the victory 10-3. You just heard all the highlights and Sophia's interview with Rowdy on Bally Sports Wisconsin. The Brewers will uh, enjoy this one, winning the series and taking the homestand against the Cards and Jays four games to three. Uh, to run their mark to 42-33, and 33, and they will have an off day tomorrow, hit the road, and it's a two-game set against Tampa. Looking forward to this. Tampa, you know, Tampa's been one of the most underrated teams in the last five years, for sure, and and maybe even beyond that, but uh, we'll see. It's a six, I believe a 6.05 first pitch after the last pitch. You make the switch right here, Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Evan, let's check the matchups for game one. Well, we only have the Brewers side of this, and it looks like it'll be the return of Brandon Woodruff. 5-3 with a 4.74 ERA. No idea who's going for the Rays. Maybe it's Brett Phillips. I would pay a lot of money to see that, to be honest. It won't be Fire Eisen, I know that. He's out of the pen, so... And I think Rasmussen, did he go IL? Might have. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll talk more about those two guys as members of the uh, Tampa Rays in uh, in during the series. Okay, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a, a great rest of your night here, and enjoy the off day tomorrow. More Brewers conversation tomorrow, right here on the Fan. Bart Winkler, the Wendy's Big Show, 
and the afternoon show right here on The Fan. I think I'm going to jump on with Toby and maybe even you too, Evan. I don't know. Who knows? Are you doing the draft mockery with us? That's a great question. I'll find out if I get a text at about 345. <laughs> That's right. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, for Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night, and we'll talk to you Tuesday after the game. And smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.